Genre. Infinity, where we are counting down the Marvel Cinematic Universe films one movie at a time until the release of Avengers Infinity War in April, which is right around the corner. Oh, it is. We've only got a few of these left. My goodness. I am Ray Ruzo, and I've got with me, as usual, Chris O'Connor and Becca Raybergen. Hi. Excelsior. You're getting really somber with these Excelsiors, Chris. Well, I know. I mean, like, I can only, like, sort of gleefully go, Excelsior! So many times. That is but... true. You gotta come up with some new inflections. <laughs> I suppose I do, but it's kind of... I don't know. I'll come let's up see. with something doc- new for the next one. All right. A Doctor Strange inflection for Excelsior. What would Excelsior. that even be? <laughs> I feel like it would sound well, like somebody waving, underwater. I was maybe? waving my fingers. I was waving my fingers. Oh, so you were doing like the fake Darth I, Vader I was doing, thing? I was doing them in front. Of, I was doing them in front of my hand, my fa- my face. Like, ooh. no, it was less Darth Vader and more like um, John Travolta and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, like the the dance in Pulp Fiction. Okay, also Zoidberg. <laughs> Excelsior! <laughs> and we're in. <laughs> So today's episode, if you couldn't figure it out, is Doctor Strange. Yes. Ooh. So strange. Yes. So strange. So weird. Professor Weird. So weird. Mr. Doctor. (laughs) Mr. Doctor. (laughs) I did not spend seven years in medical school to be called Mr. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, we're using our made-up names. (laughs) Doctor Who? No, just Doctor Strange. (laughs) I know, it's strange, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, don't feed the trolls. So, so many trolls. I was um pretty ambivalent going into this movie. Like when I saw it in theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. I waited. I think I saw it what? on a What? I saw it on a plane. Like I really Wow. Just, no, I didn't Whoa. go to see it in theaters because I I just really don't care that much about Doctor Strange as a character. Like, he's the kind of person that when I'm reading a comic and he shows up, I kind of start skimming the pages. Because yeah. I really mm. don't... And Scott Corelli, bless his soul, he tried so hard to, like, pull me onto the Doctor Strange train. He was like, oh, read this one. I forget which arc he gave me to read, but... I'm just re- flipping through it, and I got so hung up on, like, the Orientalism and the, mm-hmm. you know, fetishizing of Asian cultures while simultaneously shitting all over Asian characters. And this movie was also coming around, 
coming out around the same time as the Iron Fist casting was announced and everyone yep. was just kind of like again oh. yeah. so it, I don't know I was just kind of down on the whole thing and yeah. honestly the only thing that I was really excited about was when the uh, one of the trailers dropped uh, a building that I worked on was like a featured shot in the first like three seconds of the trailer but then when I watched <laughs> the film I didn't see the building so I was like oh <laughs> Yeah, it must have been one of those for trailer-only, um, trailer like, shots or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but I, just... I remember, so, that scene in um, Winter Soldier, when they've got uh, Sitwell up on the roof, and he's like, Tony Stark, Steven Strange, Bruce Banner! Like, he's just no. listing off people, and I was like, oh, crap, Steven Strange exists. Because, well, I've just always found him really boring, so... I didn't really have any strong feelings about Stephen Strange one way or the other going into mm-hmm. this. Uh, I did see this one in theaters because I was excited about the movie because I'm excited about all of these movies. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I did too. Um, I, I just, I didn't care about him before. I like him now. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my overall feelings about like, He's not a character I'm gonna go seek out and read book and read books for. Is the same, but uh, I was pleasantly, you know, surprised. He had a with good bit in Thor, and yeah. I'm I'm eager to see how they include him into Infinity War and yeah. other aspects of the MCU. You know, it's fun, and we've been having fun including him in things. He's fixed all he of our plot holes. So many he problems. Has. Thing that sustained me through this movie is the other characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really invested in the people who were around Stephen Strange. Yeah. And, like, he's fine. His... He was entertaining He's fine with a capital F. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> he's fine. I, yeah. I, I, I meant that in the regard of, like, you know, like if I, if my, if uh, my wife says something is fine, it's not actually fine. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, not in the... I didn't, I, I didn't mean, like, not, he's fine. Yeah, not in the attractive Also, okay. Sense. Not... I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I've never been all that clued in on the, on, on how people find, uh, Benedict Cumbers, whatever. Cucumber. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he's, his, his, uh, attractiveness has somewhat eluded my sense. Same. Um, but, and I'm not, and I'm not dumping on him because he is in his own way, I suppose, attractive. And he is a fit guy, but I think this, he's the least fit of all of the, uh, the Marvel superheroes yeah. so far. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's not a, it's, not a big thing, but you know he's in shape. But he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have as to be. jacked as everybody yeah. else. Because yeah. he's he's a magic user, so he doesn't need the physical build. Yep. But I have to. No s- offense intended, Mister Cumbersnatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Benadryl Claritin. <laughs> let's let's try to use his name. No. Benedict Perhaps. Cumberbatch. I'll just Benevolent Benedict Cucumber Benedict. Patch. That works. Benedict. That works. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, listeners, if you guys are all Cumberbatch fans. Cumberbunnies. You know. It's fine. Got a bunch of Cumberbunnies out there. But here they- They're going to seek out this podcast to hear what we have to say about their, their chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that while I'm not a big fan of Cumberbucket, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of Doctor Strange, it was the perfect fit in terms of casting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's He's a good fit. There's nobody else that He's I would have thought of. Like, he has jumped off the page and onto the screen. Mm-hmm. 
So I will yeah. I will give him that. Absolutely. But you didn't like him on the page, so uh... No, but she had to look at him on the page. So she could appreciate that the aesthetic is is there. Uh I was really glad that they didn't shy away from the uh complete and total assholiness of Stephen Strange before the accident. No. Oh no, they yeah. went they for went, it. They went all in. It was a dick. Well, okay. Um, I suppose. I mean, we could we could jump uh, ahead in in the, in the film because uh, it would it would be fitting with how I saw this in the movie. I can't remember whether we bought the tickets late or if I just had to go to the bathroom or something. But the whole scene in the library before like the credits roll, yeah. like with with the ancient one the and, and Caecilius and chopping the head mm-hmm. off, I missed all of that. Nice. I never saw nice. it on the first no one. Context. Like I came in. All right. Yeah. I, I I just came in like when he was like washing his hands. And and uh, I, I can't remember why I missed that. It was either it was either the bathroom or we or we bought our tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So Caecilius, our villain, is played by Mads Mikkelsen, who Love is our Mads Mikkelsen, our second Hannibal. Hannibal in the MCU. Yep. <laughs> the younger, more attractive yep. one. He's even I, I like the long hair with the braids, and even when he's got the crazy eye makeup I going on, love. like. Me, so Mads Mikkelsen, okay? <laughs> and it was, wasn't, this came out like um, a month or, or like two months before Rogue One. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. he was, uh, yep. where he was, where he was uh, Galen Urso. Yep. So, and he even, some, I think, uh, still had that rollish was, hair. He had some, he had some good Disney action there. He's yes, getting he the did. Disney money. Yeah. Yep. That, uh, that'll take care of the, uh, the, the Mikkelsen family for generations. Well, I think so, he may have been set with the Bond money that came first. <laughs> So I'm just thinking yeah, the poor librarian. About, poor librarian. But I'm thinking yeah. about like all the people we see in these opening scenes. In this opening scene, are mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. of them Asian? Any of them? I don't remember. I don't know. Cause here's just so there was the big thing when they were casting Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, right? And I. I love her performance because Tilda she, Swinton's amazing. She carries the character very, very well in this yeah. movie. She does she a tremendous well. job. Kind of wish she'd stayed off of social media about uh, it, but yeah, whatever. her response was yeah. not phenomenal. Yeah, but anyway, but the fact is that the ancient feeling... one is supposed to be like a, isn't he supposed to be a Tibetan character? Yeah, he's supposed to be Tibetan. Well. There, there are a number, there are a number of things to that. Well, I mean, first like you know, it was, it was the same, were... it was the same problem that they had with uh, the Mandarin. Yeah. You know, they, it was they, they had written this character in was strange in the sixties or seventies. Seventies, I, I think. Feel like it was the seventies, but I could be wrong. Seventies. Mm. So I mean, you know, they they wrote him in a different time, and so the character has a has a problematic backstory that uh, you know has all sorts of uh, hurdles and things to trip over mm-hmm. today. And uh, they 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 jumped some of the same hurdles a couple movies ago, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> with uh, with the Mandarin, and they did a, a good job there. And on this one, um, I mean, there there was there was the problematic origin, like to consider, but there was also, uh, I mean, there there are the politics of trying right. to sell movies in China, right? But um, and China is a very different market that has very different concerns. Right. 
The thing is, though, they had already sidestepped that by moving Kamertage from Tibet to Nepal. Mm. So that but was it's still. I think it's mm. still like hot button close enough that. Yeah, that there's a chance that, that China would just say, we're not going to let you show this movie in our country, period. And that would be a problem mm -hmm. for Disney. It would be a problem, but I don't think that problem is necessarily solved by continuing to keep it in Asia with a white person as the ancient oh, one. absolutely. If they you wanted to do yeah. a white person as the ancient one and say, okay, she's Celtic, just then put move it, it to Wales. Yeah, I was or like, there's plenty of like, like United Kingdom has yeah. a ton of magical mythos, and like you could have done that, and yeah. it would sort of take away like some of the Orientalist. I think I think Elements if they had done it? that, it would have also removed any possibility of them including any of the, you know, I doubt they're going to do it, but any of those British, you know, char Marvel characters. Mm. Because they rely... They already, ha they already have, right. like, stuff that's set in, in the UK and England. Yeah. And, they do, and but I don't stuff. think it necessarily, like, takes away from their ability to tap into that. Mm. I think they could have... They could have absolutely kept Kamrataj in Asia. They could have, you know, still had the Ancient One be, you know, an Asian person in some way without it being tied to either China or Tibet. And I think in, in certain ways they could have, they would have been able to pull it off and get around, you know, you know, still get the movie into China. Mm. I hate that the politics came into play, but I understand the dilemma. Yeah, that is that is kind of like an interesting thing. Like I think with Iron Man three, they were they had one hurdle, mm -hmm. and then and and they were able to to sidestep it or jump it pretty well. And on this one, you know, the, with this with the same sort of character, they had this they had that same hurdle, but then they had another yeah. hurdle too. They had like five <laughs> hurdles, yeah. and there was no way to like. And it's just like ah yeah. shit. Gracefully, <laughs> what do we do? You put more Asian people in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It still ends up being like a white savior story of like the white guy coming in and learning all the mystical Asian magic, but like you need more than just Wong in the movie if you're mm -hmm. going to be setting a movie in Asia. Hmm. Representation matters, yep. We still don't have any Asian women in the MCU other than Mantis. Mm -hmm. Who and is that was technically barely, an alien? So and that was barely even that. Yeah, it's just that the actress is. Yeah, and Colleen certainly doesn't count because she's in the TV show. Yeah, but yeah, that is a fight that hopefully will start. You know, seeing better casting moving forward. Yes. So. Let's dig in, right? Yep. So Caecilius yep. comes, chops off the librarian's head, steals some spell pages. Okay, but why doesn't he take the whole book? Because then you wouldn't get Stephen Strange's awesome one-liner at well, the yeah, end. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just like, dude, dude, take the whole book. Just take the whole book. Come on. Don't, don't be a dick. Just take the book. <laughs> I wonder if there was like a spell put on the book to like 
make it, if they tried to le- take the book out of the library, it would uh, be, like, impossible That's to possible. And so, like, taking the pages is a, is a workaround yeah. to the defensive magic. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm not taking the whole book, just these just these You know, kind of okay, like there, there may be some books in the Harry Potter, you know, the Hogwarts library. That, that... can't leave the restricted right. section. There we go. Yeah. Problem solved. We didn't even need yeah. Stephen Strange to solve it for us. <laughs> he didn't have to go back in time. Although he will, in, in exact reference to that book. Yeah, he will a lot, this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, so man. we go from, you know, this theft of these pages to... Hypocrite! You know, hello, Stephen Strange. Oh, well... Rocking out to 70s music. Yeah. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to talk about, like, the, the ancient one showing up and, like, using the buildings to eat them. Oh, right. Because <laughs> yes. that, you know, there's, we get, like, it's like a small sample of what comes later, but, you know, they, they put the, mm-hmm. the, the ancient one is using her magic and, and uh, like, the whole world, yeah. like, changes it's around her. And, like, the, the planes of gravity change yeah. and, like, all the architecture is moving and flowing, like, gears and clockwork. And, like, as she fights these guys, like, she'll knock them into things. They're just kind of grinding them into magical nothingness, I guess. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty it, trippy. It was, it's, it's really nice. The, the visual effects guys did an incredible job in this movie. So, yeah. So. This was another one where the art department outdid yeah. itself. Good job, art department. Yeah. The art department is amazing. The visual effects <laughs> are really cool. I hope they've won plenty of awards. They but did not. Here's my issue. Well, okay, not like Oscars, but, you know, something. Here's my issue. I don't get it. <laughs> like, other than being cool. <laughs> like the way the things move? No. Like, uh, it's not that I don't like the way it was done. It's that I don't see how mm-hmm. it serves the story. I don't see how it sets up. I don't see any rules applied to how the universe works. I don't see why these, like, kaleidoscoping buildings are effective. Like,. Well, I think the only thing it really sets it up... It ain't that guy! It, essentially, it sets up the mirror realm confrontation. Well, that was in the... Wasn't that in the um, the mirror realm? They didn't if do that. If it was, like, in, then they didn't really... They didn't space. explain it, right? All there is is I, just I, this, I, you know, fight. Yeah, so. I, thought, I thought that, like, she, she brought them into that dimension first. I think so. And, then, and killed them and, like, ate them up. Because, like, nobody commented or noticed... Yeah. That the world was like changing around them. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, you know, I'm like, sure it like was. Like average people were still there without that. a problem. But like throughout the movie, I'm watching these fight scenes and I'm like, <laughs> these are cool to look at, but I don't understand the internal logic <laughs> of what's it, going on. It forces on. it forces your like, and and you'll see it like in the uh, like the sort of the hall, the hallway fight, the first fight that that Steven has to like be involved in, but uh, it it forces your opponent to constantly change their frame of reference and constantly um you know if if your plane of gravity like if if where like if you think of yourself in a room with four you know the four mm-hmm. wall uh four walls and the ceiling and the floor and you know you're standing on the floor and your opponent comes in and they step on the wall and they're standing that way perfectly and then gravity shifts for you that yeah. is uh that is one thing that you have to 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 sort of try and keep track of in your mind and adapt to quickly and while you're trying to adapt to something that they did to you it with the environment they kill you yeah it's very much like I'm just gonna make you it's run like, through uh, a forest as many times as I can, so you trip over everything, basically. Yeah, and you you have to have a a certain mental flexibility and fluidity and agility that uh, like have you ever read uh, Ender's Game? 
I have, I have not. not. Oh, okay. Well, um, there's like a part of the the war college there, the 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 training there. Um, not to give anything away, but like um the sort of three-dimensional space that they're forced to fight in, everybody goes in and they always thought of it as going straight forward. And, you know, you, you're going straight forward through this big three-dimensional space, zero-gravity space. And uh, one of the tricks that uh, that the main character was able to come up with was to f- force everyone in his team to think about it differently. Instead of going forward, the enemy, the in, you're not going forward, you're going down. Think of it as going down and you jump down from, from position to position so that you're creating a small... It's... um um difficult to explain uh only in words but it, it it the changing the world around somebody somebody will i mean it would throw me the hell off yeah <laughs> it's a lot different than just you know a linear, magic missile like if this isn't know, this is fight. this would be this would be something very difficult to um do in dungeons and dragons mm-hmm. it's like i cast the world fucks you up <laughs> That would be entertaining. Natural 20! You just got eaten by a door. (laughs) Those sconces are looking at you like they want to kill you. Also, this sets up um, the confrontation, initial confrontation between Caecilius and the ancient one sets up that twist at the end, you know? Hypocrite. Where it's like, hypocrite, yeah. Like, Mad Nicholson. Like, yeah. being all mad. That immediately, like, he's a zealot. Like, hardcore zealot, but he also... He's also kind of right. Yeah, he's very right. <laughs> Another instance of, uh, you know, the, the villain having a point. Yeah. I was actually, as I was rewatching this, I was like, Caecilius is actually a pretty damn good villain. He is. Like... <laughs> Definitely more compelling than Teletubby Man. <laughs> That's a really low we bar keep, to we jump. Keep, we keep dumping on Malekith the Accursed, <laughs> that poor guy. That's a really low bar to clear. So I know it's a low bar to clear, but like the thing <laughs> that I was watching, thinking about as I was watching this movie is that it, it sort of dawned on me the kernel of what I see as a good villain mm-hmm. is that they're almost right. They're like yeah. right there. Oh, absolutely. You're like, you are correct, but you're going about this the wrong way. You agree with enough of what they're saying to understand them, but they they don't think they're the yeah. bad guy. Exactly. Like when you can partially be on the bad guy's side, that's when you know you have something good. Mm-hmm. You you've you've nailed this like yeah. the heart of this conflict. Which is why I just want to see a Baron Mordo movie. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I think that's what Doctor Strange 2 is going to be, right? Right, but yeah. I just want it to be Mordo. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's, they'll probably get like, it, it'll be like a two-hander the way, I you know. So. It, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being kind of like the way uh, Captain America Civil War was, where it was equally Cap and, and, and Iron yeah. Man. Mordo, you know, I think, this stole this movie for me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But let's uh, let's hold on to that until we get to him. Until we get there. Let's establish our dickish protagonist. Yeah, because he's a dick. (laughs) Chief Chief neurosurgeon. I'm just gonna, you know, 
Feels so good. 1977, 78, whatever. Wikipedia. He's doing like the most delicate brain surgery imaginable and la, la, la. digging around with his like, interns and assistants. Show off, doctor. I have like so much respect for neurosurgeons because that shit's hard, yo. Like, that's just I had, I had, I, I had way more respect for them, and then Ben Carson happened. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, I, although the thing is, neurosurgery tends to attract a certain it does. mindset of people who think surgery they're in general better. Does. <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah. like, I had a neurosurgeon who was just, like, the most arrogant fuck I've ever met in my life, and I'm just really glad I didn't actually need to go. Yeah. Under the knife. Get neurosurgery. <laughs> it's like, your brain does Good not quite fit need in your skull, but we don't need to operate. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found out about this when I was in a car accident, so I had a concussion. And then mm. they were telling me about the CAT scan showing this malformation in my brain. And I'm like, I am concussed. I don't actually understand anything you're telling me. <laughs> oh, God. Informed consent, Ray. <laughs> yeah, like so, yeah. the the arrogance that's re- it's almost required, you know, for that field, yeah, for surgery in yeah. general, you know, because you're literally you're holding a person's I, life in your hands. That that's one of like a uh, Doctor House, yeah. like uh, you know that 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 character that show. Every time I go to the doctor and he doesn't like insult me and sneer at me and and you know discover some you're sort of like mysterious ailment, I'm a little yeah, I am. It's kind of like <laughs> oh. But come on, I mean, man. I don't have the bubonic plague? <laughs> you mean you're not going to give me drugs that might kill me? It's not lupus? <laughs> oh, it's never lupus. Except that one time that it was actually lupus. Yeah, it has to be lupus at least once. After you've established the meme, yeah. you know, you got to break it. But yeah, so, yes, he is an appropriately arrogant, out-of-his-skull neurosurgeon. Good at his job. But there's this other doctor who shows up that clearly has some, at least a little bit of pull over him on a personal yep. level. Oh, Christine! I love Christine! her, and she Me is so un- underappreciated. Fandom she never is. talks about yeah. her, like... Because yeah. she doesn't really, like, she has very little time in this movie. They don't really yeah. develop her very much. She's just there. She's she probably has an emotional She's got, like, ten minutes. But... So it's a really good thing they didn't kill her. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's got about like five minutes here, um, a couple of minutes while he deteriorates into, you know, despair. Yep. Uh, and then she saves five or ten minutes, five or ten minutes where she saves his the life. The hospital so sequence, in, which I love. And like this, in, in this hundred minute movie, I think she's in it for like eh, 15, to, 15 minutes. Time. I wonder how yeah. much stuff she, how much other stuff that was shot that got cut. I don't know. I don't don't actually think they did much with her. Hmm. She she kind of felt like an afterthought. Yeah. But they have to, in order to have Doctor Strange, you have to also have Christine, because that's an important, like, character for him. You know? Mm -hmm. Someone that's there to tell him he's going bad. You're going bad, man. You're spending money. We used to have have this great thing, and then you were too much of an asshole, so now we don't do that thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, if if there was no Christine there to sort of play off against or or to talk to about it, it it, it would be 
harder to like he would just be a dick. Yeah, you wouldn't kind of like, kinda like no. Dr. House needs to have Wilson right. and Dr. House need, needs to have Cuddy. We only Cuddy care about Wilson. him because we can see that she cares about him. Yeah, and yeah, we we accept his change and growth because she accepts his change yes. and growth. She's the audience's in. Yeah. She's the most normal, you know, person. Yep. So and she's, and she's pretty in cool. The whole movie. So she comes to him saying she needs like a second opinion. This guy's come in, he's been shot in the head. And a, really shot in the really head. Really shot in the head, and another doctor has declared him brain dead. dead. Time Which to harvest the organs. It does technically take more than one doctor to declare someone brain dead. Yeah. There no, are a whole host of tests that have to be run first. It can't just be don't, one guy who's like, that guy's brain you, dead. You don't get to harvest the organs that quickly, no. buddy. And he's like, this has been hardened. With oh yeah, like yeah, this bullet is completely intact. You know, you can tell the shape. It's been hardened. It's got you know this sort of metal alloy or something. It's leaching into the brain. It's affecting the the uh, the tests or whatever. All those organs ah! are going to be useless unless we get this br- this bullet out. Yep, yep. And then we see, you know, his, you declared him dead ten minutes ago. <laughs> his intense like that was good. You see how steady his hands are, and that he's <laughs> doing this surgery without robotic guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Which is crazy. You have He's to, just like, no, it's yeah. it's fine. I can do it. We have to establish just, the relevance just... of his hands. You have to see how how his skill is just, like, through the roof next, in order to next see level. what exactly that fall is going to be. Mm. Yeah. It is kind of interesting. Like, uh, you know, they, they go to tell the family. It's like, we totally saved him. And, like, you know, they hug Christine and she, like, hugs back and they go to hug him. And he's kind of, like, turned away like, eh, I don't like hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hug me. Mm. Grumpy cat. He grumpy is cat grumpy cat. He is the grumpy cat of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so it dawned on me on my second rewatch, because it took me two rewatches to really get it to stick. Uh-huh. That as the strange policy. That as he... Oh, yeah, the, the strange technique. No, the, the strange policy, oh, and the, strange she has policy a strange policy. The strange policy, the strange policy and uh, is is that uh, she... And then... Oh yeah, what was the? They called it something so else. So there was a surgical technique that was like the strange. That they Palmer, did together, right? Palmer. They developed yeah, the it together, Palmer, but it doesn't thing. have an official name, and he wants mm-hmm. it to be the strange technique. And they're like, no. <laughs> Although that would be a cool name for if you have a name like Strange, it, it is kind of like I want to put that on right? things. <laughs> this is the strange house. Like I want this people is the to strange you know, car. Give me a look second at that look. over there. It's the strange cat. <laughs> I once found out. This is the son of strange. <laughs> so after I once stumbled across a headstone that read sample. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wait, what? I found what? out that's actually a family name in the area. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, oh. this is a sample grave. So you can try <laughs> out being dead and see how it works for you. They generally oh, keep terrible. the sample headstones outside of the headstone place and not, in fact, in the cemetery. <laughs> Sample. <laughs> Those poor people. So, on the second rewatch of this film... Everything's about you. He's getting ready for this super fancy scientific talk and oh, there's all the his, that drawer full of watches how do you like, like those spinning how, watches how, how, man time those, the, get the, it those watches like all the time spinner oh man i wish 
I wish we had like a watch expert who could tell us how much that drawer I, is worth. I, I want wonder. To know. I want. I wonder if it's worth more than that. Apartment. Listeners, if any one of you is a watch expert, please chime in on our Facebook group. I would like to direct you to the way that Stephen Strange drives. Oh my god! <laughs> it is the very example of what you should never, never ever do, do in a car. <laughs> I'm so. I was watching this. My folks were. Um, Don't text and drive. He's texting and driving. He's speeding in the rain. He's. <laughs> Yeah, so this movie is full of PSAs. It's kind of it great. Really is. But um, where on earth are these cliffs in New York no, outside the city? Palisades. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, the Hudson Valley. Okay, in all right. So, so there is a okay. Oh yeah, okay. no, so there is a those place kind of like curving roads you would see a lot of like the um, Sawmill River Parkway. Yep. It doesn't. Yep. Um, it's not okay. that high up, but it is that curvy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you will die. Like. Yeah, no, these roads fast. are really bad, and I grew up driving them, so... And as someone who is not super familiar with them, but has driven them a few times, yes, they are scary. <laughs> yeah, what is his car? Is it a, like a... Oh. It's probably a Jaguar. Is it a Jaguar? It a, mm. um, not, not, not Lamborghini, not, not Porsche. Uh, I don't know. Some, something more exotic, like a um, Maserati? No, it was a Lamborghini. Oh, is yeah. it a Lamborghini? Okay. All right. Okay. Well, just be the cliche, I guess. Google yeah. tells me it was a Lamborghini. So, he has his assistant looking for his next, you know, star next, surgery. Uh, case. And- next impossible oh, case. Yeah, uh, this is great. Air Force pilot who is injured in some kind of crash. <laughs> in experimental armor. Sure. 39. <laughs> what, what was the age? He said it was 35. And I'm like, there is no fucking way. No way. Like, Don Cheadle is not Terrence, Terrence Howard, maybe. Maybe. They're 45. Right. 45. They're 45. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot get me to believe that Don Cheadle is fucking 35 years old. <laughs> not a chance in hell. But no. also, I just kind of like sat there like flipping the bird repeatedly. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Rody is totally worthy your time. Fuck Remember you, fuck when you. Yeah. Um, fuck there you. was also the big theory that one of... So there was another case where it was like a woman was struck by lightning and everybody's like, that's Captain like, Marvel. Some sort of a like an implant to control her schizophrenia yeah. or something like had gone yeah. on. And I was like, who is that? What, I, mm, I just don't know. Yeah, the internet know. was convinced yeah, it was yeah. Captain Marvel, but nope. That makes no sense, though. None. Well, because they were con- they thought that the origin story was going to be different because the original origin story was too close to Green Green Lantern, and which is all bullshit. No. But whatever. I think I think we've established that, uh, and I mean, like it's right here in this movie. They're not going to stray that far from the origin from the origin story. No. They're really not. And also, like, the last thing Marvel is ever going to do is step away from a story element because it's close to something in DC. Right. I think I think uh, they've won that fight. And they and, enjoy... Uh, they can take whatever they, they want. Enjoy and the box off. office shows it. Yeah. They yeah. enjoy and being like, like, ooh, look, this is similar to DC. We're going to do it better. Like... <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, they're they're not going to make any sort of adjustments to to avoid confusion with uh, with DC properties. No. <laughs> oh no, this might be uh, somebody might think this is like the Ryan Reynolds flop Green Lantern. Ah! <laughs> oh no! Heavens to Betsy! I'm pretty sure Deadpool isn't going to care either. <laughs> no, no. 
So just make sure it's a real suit, <laughs> not CGI. Yeah. And then the Lamborghini goes careening off. It's horrifying. The oh my god! Horrifyingly, horrifying. Flips, like, and his hands, his hands like clinch around the go. steering wheel and then just get rolled on. And it's just oh, I like I couldn't look. I could not watch. Like they 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 go into the into the dash into the into all the dials and stuff, and they're like oh. rolled up in it and like just become mush. Oh. And, oh man! And, but but then you see like the thing like careening down this cliff yeah. face, like slight like spinning around, and I'm like, he is super duper lucky. That's the I only don't thing understand that got how destroyed. he survived. I don't understand yeah, how I'm his like, head stayed intact. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm like, dude, your hand should be the least of your worries sequence, after that. There's no way a, dr- a regular person would have survived. That would just kill the shit out of you. You would be dead, and your shit would be everywhere. Even if he was wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, like, seatbelt's not going to save like, you from that one. After like the third time the car flipped, he would have been through the wind- windshield. Ugh! Like just the just the force of that spinning, mm-hmm. like would rip his oh. neck apart. His organs would have been mush. <laughs> so that's PSA number one for the Doctor Strange movie: Do not text and drip. Yep. <laughs> so I like that. I like that Christine was the first person when he woke up to really see him. Yeah. Ah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Sweet Christine. You know, so he wants to know. She was still there. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to know, like, what did they do? I could have done better. Oh, yeah. She's like, no, nobody could have done better. And he's like, yeah. Oh, and also, uh, like, just that's the thing is like he was pulled he he was pulled and brought into the ER and just before he had left for this uh, for this thing, she'd been like, you know, you should spend more time in the ER with me. And, and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's just like if he had been in the ER helping patients instead of texting and driving on his way to a public speaking engagement, this never would have happened. So, so he's yeah. like going through trying to figure he's out just, how to get his hands he's a super working the... again because those hands Oof. are fucked. They're fucked. Yeah. They're fucked. Like the... Like all the pins that you see in them, like all the like the sort of skeletal, like exoskeleton mm-hmm. of of metal rods and stuff. External and fixators like, ah, is what they're called. Ah. Oh my uh, god! The scars it's, that just run horrifying. the length of all of his fingers, like. Oh. And like just his cue the degeneration. He he just yeah. he goes down, and I love from this point on, like the way they sort of mark the time of having his beard just get bigger. And bigger and, and fuller, and he's like he's not able to shave, and he's not he, able to take care of himself. He does not hold the beard well. No, it just <laughs> it looks so like homeless person on him. He yeah, it lo- it looks it, he does not have a good. He doesn't beard. care. He ends up with okay facial hair later, but like when it's just a beard on Benedict Cumberbatch, he kind of looks like I don't know. He looks like he he's uh, in in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> and they're about to bring him out to the yeah, cart. He doesn't care. As, a plague death. You know. So then you yeah, get he's to not the scene with the physical therapist. And he's okay. bitching and moaning. Okay, bachelor's degree. So the degree. physical therapy thing, Ugh. yes. That My is... God, bachelor's degree. Like, that's an insult. I know, Ray, I know you were super pissed off about the HIPAA violation in this. Because, yes, no physical therapist would ever give an entire... Trust me, I know. I work in physical therapy office. An entire pr- <laughs> other patient's file to another patient. That is a HIPAA violation. What they would do is, like, find either break it down into a study or black out all of the, you know, personal, like, name and and date of birth, all of those pertinent details. 
that yeah. then would be okay. And especially as a as a you know a surgeon himself, somebody who has like a, a professional interest and knowledge, I'm sure he could come up with a way to get around it. I mean, a way to see the file. I don't think he would particularly to... care about any HIPAA violations yeah. in his state, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. I mean, I, as the physical therapist, would not want to risk my job for this right. asshole. No. Even no. to prove a point. <laughs> oh, Even yeah. to prove a point. Also, you know, he obviously didn't redact anything because yeah. Steven went out and found this dude. Yeah. Pangborn. Yeah, oops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love how he's, like, talking to people on the phone. It's like the only people who could do the surgery that he needs done are, like, similarly protective of their perfect records. Yeah. And they're like, no, Stephen, I'm not going to do it. It's just, you know, it's not a not a good fit for me. My career Sorry, is buddy. too important. Than your, it's more important than your hands. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hoist on my own guitar. <laughs> Karma. Karma, you bitch. Yep. Karma is definitely a, a big part of this movie. Yep. <laughs> and um, yeah. you know he's devolving into just obsession and yeah. Christine, Christine yeah what is it that he says to her that it's like oh you care oh. so much you just love a sob story don't you poor Stephen Strange charity case he finally needs me another dreg of humanity for you to work on fix him up and send him back into the world heart is just humming you care so much don't you that's yeah pretty bad I, mm. I was ready to reach through the screen and smack him yeah that made me sad so I'm just but like, again i like that they went there yeah and then she's and she's like okay yeah. bye like i don't have to put up yep. with this and that's always such like a difficult thing and when then he you... doesn't and then she doesn't see him again until <laughs> way later yep <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I think she also points out in this scene that he's basically like spent all of his money. Everything. Yeah. He has. Yeah, you see him like throughout this montage, like packing things up. There's less stuff in the apartment. His clothes are shabbier. He and and she said she had that line about you could all, you always spent money as fast as you could make it. So he's never been saving anything. He's always been ostentatiously spending mm -hmm. on Lamborghinis and watches and suits and his awesome apartment. Which I'm sure will soon be foreclosed upon, or unless he bought it outright, I don't know. But he'll probably mortgage it and lose it too. Yeah. Whatevs. Yeah. But so he goes from the confrontation confrontation with Christine to Pangborn, right? Who had yeah a fractured spine. <laughs> you look familiar. <laughs> I don't. I know you from somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You refuse to see me. <laughs> Again, karma. Yep. yep. So he had a fractured spine from the mid back down. Is that? I think so. He he was paralyzed from the mid back down, mm -hmm. and somehow he's now up and about playing basketball. Playing basketball. Whoop whoop. And and he's the one who introduces us to Comertage. Yep. Yep. It's like uh. <laughs> Uh, the cost was too high. It's like I've got, I've got money. He's like, it's not about money. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's like, uh, he's talking about how uh, he thought he didn't have his. He gave up on his body. He didn't think he had that left. So all he had left was his mind. And he's like, I'm gonna elevate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, I had people carry me to mountaintops, and I, I, what, what was it he said? Like, I, I met with, I meditated with gurus, and like, 
sang with holy women or something or what Some, what was he I, met whole, I don't remember but something about holy women yeah like okay crazy spiritual hippy dippy stuff yep. and then and so uh camartage camartage so somewhere near kunlun i guess <laughs> <laughs> so he's wandering around katmandu talking to people just like he has no fucking idea what he's doing he's like he's, he's being the, the white <laughs> touristy guy who's looking for enlightenment he's a backpacker yeah. he's a backpacker trying to finance his his uh his trip through southeast asia <laughs> yeah. he's gonna he's gonna start like begging for money and, and the cops are gonna be like really really come on stop it <laughs> yep <laughs> And then he runs into some dudes who want to rob him, take his beat him up. Watch. Oh yeah, take his watch. And, and you know, it's uh, you know, um, even though he, he knows he's gonna not gonna win, you know, we have the the uh, his instinct is to to fight mm -hmm. back. Good for him. He he gives it a the good his college try. Damaged hands, and he's like, yeah, I he, regret doing he, that. He needs to needs to learn how to fight. Um, but that'll come later, yeah. I guess. Like if you have if you have good hands, it can hurt to uh, hit somebody in the skull with a with a closed fist. Yeah, and as a as a surgeon of his caliber, he never would have put he never would have done anything that could have put his hands at risk, ever. <laughs> like he would have shied away from it. Yeah. Well, my hands are fucked beyond recognition now. Might as well throw a punch. And then a hooded figure shows up and beats the crap out of the hoodlums. My roommate was able to recognize. Chewitel, even with his hood down. Chewie! And she was just like, oh, I forgot he was in this movie. I'm like, he's the best part of this movie. Yes, he is. I was really interested in where they were going to go because I knew from, you know, just being into the comics and playing various Marvel-related games that Mordo's a villain. Yeah, but all the all the pictures, all the set photos showed them as allies. Yeah, so I was just like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Where is this going? <laughs> yeah, Tell was... me more. It fits. This whole movie is just set yeah. up for a future conflict. Mm -hmm. Yep. But the yeah, first movie so... sets up the conflict. The second movie, they go all out. You know. Magic fight! Yeah! So he uh, takes Strange to Kamartage. And into the pagoda. And it's just like a very unassuming building. Mm -hmm. And Stephen is Stephen about it. He's like, oh, the, this is it? Mm. And should it be like something over there? And he's like, I too was disrespectful. Yeah. And then they go inside and, and he immediately thinks that the ancient one is the person who's like sitting down. Is the old Asian yeah. dude. <laughs> the old Asian like dude. Like exactly. in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's his real name? Sex. And then uh, I like that it's the ancient one, Tilda Swinton, ancient one, um, approaching him and yeah. pouring him tea well, as the introduction. It's, it's, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fair, that's a fair mistake to make because if you say ancient one and you see a woman in her right. 40s, 30s, 40s, why would you, you know, why would you, you assume? would not assume she's the ancient one. Not. So <laughs> it's not, un, it's not, necessarily a, a sexist thing for him to be like oh it must be this guy because you know right. I mean granted that guy doesn't look too old either but whatever because right. we'll see him again later yes we will in a pretty cool display <sighs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, again, Karma. Yep. When Tilda Swinton's wearing the yellow robe, she's given off very much an Aang Avatar The Last Airbender vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Her bald head. I love it. <laughs> oh, she's just missing a blue arrow. Yeah. I'm sure somebody in After Effects could put that in. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it- it, it would make for a, a funny little thing I'm on, sure, on just like a video and Tumblr. I'm sure if you asked, you could get a cut of the movie with her as the airbender. <laughs> <sighs> Mr. Strange, doctor, actually. <laughs> oh, so much it's fun with like... the title. And she's like, oh, well, not anymore. What was it? She's like, well, not anymore. Right. right? <laughs> because she knows what She's buttons like, to push. Yeah. She's pretty yeah. savage when you yeah. get down to it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And she, like, you know, pulls out the book and, like, is showing him all these things. And he's just like, ah, whatever. Ah, you're showing me an MRI. Ah. Yeah. I don't believe in fairy about... tales about chakras. <laughs> I, I love what he, what he goes, like, you're talking about cellular regeneration? And uh, and I'm just like, man, go find Doc Connors. Why Why did you leave New yeah. York? <laughs> just go find the lizard, man. <laughs> go find the lizard. You'll be fine. Wait, no, you won't. Because he'll eat you. <laughs> And he's uh, he's like you know he's he's getting the sort of um, the 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 skeptic rant going and it's like you know chakras and auras and energy and, and acupuncture then bam. and and he, well no but before that he's like I see through you <laughs> and then she and then she like punches she him, and turns him. him into a ghost she just full on whammies <laughs> and then it's like no I see through you yep. <laughs> I so as much as this so this whole astral projection thing is super weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a little bit longer than it needed to be. Oh, you did. You didn't like the open your eyes. Oh, I did. She I liked his, it. Like her like, thumb on. It. I liked a lot of it, but I felt it just felt like it dragged on a little too long. It reminded me uh, very much of the Willy Wonka Tunnel of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, especially when you get to the the hands, the hands. <laughs> oh god, the hands. Like the his hands get little hands and then there's hands all over him. And like, that was the creepiest thing. That was that so was, creepy. Was... Although it did also remind me of Deadpool's little hand. That was unnecessary, oh. Ray. Oh. Oh. Fortunately, Deadpool came out after this movie, so it didn't remind me of that in the moment. Exactly. <laughs> Thankfully. But now that you've mentioned that. God. <laughs> But yeah, he's like, you know, just flying out through space and like is very, um, they, they did a good job of making it feel very uh, real. I mean, obviously it's all green screen effects, digital, you know, it's all digital art, but they, it, something about it made it feel very much like he was yeah. there. Like, um, you know, like. Uh, I think it was like the, the movie panic three- and the screaming. <laughs> yeah, like the movie, like the movie 300. Even though it's supposed to be a real place, like it, you can't shake the feeling that they're all just in a green space yeah. and that everything is digitally added in. In this, you know, it's not a real space, but it feels much more real. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. I think in this you do get a glimpse of Dormammu. You as... do. You absolutely yeah, do. Yeah, he's he's yeah, in there. He's in there. Hundred percent. Like, when she's like talking about the the dimensions yep. of like you know some are, are benevolent places full of mm-hmm. light and learning or something and then others are dark and yeah. full of hunger and viciousness and you see his or something. Eyes. 
and yeah, the yeah, and the Ripley face. And I remember in the theater, because I was an idiot, I thought it was th- I assumed it was Thanos. Wrongly. <laughs> but yeah. Wrong villain. That's not, not yet. Yep, yep. Thanos is coming. Um seen that before in a gift shop. <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah. And then they throw him out. <laughs> He's like, teach me. Nope. 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 I'm going to introduce you to all of this and then be like, but, bye, sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, you know, they do that that sort of trope of, um, like, any story about uh, monks and, and like, uh, it, it, it's something that you see in, like, stories in, like, uh, I think in the East and the West, like, uh, sort of Christian monasteries and also, like, uh, Shaolin, uh, like, Buddhist monasteries, like, the concept of when the new student comes, like, you deny them, and then if they persist, then you let them in. Like, you know, like, uh, like, um, the story is, like, you have to try three times and be denied three times before they'll accept you. That's kind of a that's an old aspect of this sort of story. Yeah, and Mordo's there, kind of being like, "It's been hey, five hours. We might, he might he could be useful. He's still and there. Like, you know, he's been out there for a long time, and you poor know, guy. We, we don't need to. He could he could be useful. <laughs> Come on, let's let's let him in. Let's let's bring in this stray this this uh, this stray doctor, Doctor Mister Mister Doctor. <laughs> this guy with his uh, unkempt beard. And so they do. They do finally bring him in, and (laughs) they get him. They get him settled in. He hands him this slip of paper. It says Shambhala. It's like what's this? My mantra. Shambhala is like what is this? My my, (laughs) the Wi-Fi password. (laughs) We're not savages. (laughs) We're not savages. (laughs) (laughs) It is canon. They have Wi-Fi. (laughs) (sighs) I did enjoy that though. Because it's like they're no, no. they're not like completely separate from the world. They're aware. Yeah, I don't know. Yep, they're definitely still still uh, uh, a part of everything that's going on around them, and you even see that like um like in 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 that opening uh, fight when the ancient one like after she beats them in uh where, where she chased them to. Was that in London or? I think it was. Well, she's like, she like goes out on the street and like they're just walking around and like, and it's clear like from the way that um, Mordo like walks around through the city and the way that they all sort of like move around uh, throughout the movie that they're, they're very much engaged in the rest of the mm-hmm. world. There, it's not like some sort of thing where Kamertaj uh, is, yeah, it's, it's, they don't go off to Hogwarts yeah. and then forget about the rest of the world. I was like, it's not you know, Kunlun. Yeah. They listen to the same music, they watch the same news, they're aware of, you know, they, they have like uh, the little comment about like the Avengers protect the physical mm-hmm. world and we, you know, so they know who the Avengers are. It's not like some sort of weird thing where they don't get CNN. <laughs> no, they just get Fox News. Ew. No, they don't. <laughs> I mean, no, guys, they they're probably they can, watching they can BBC. Recognize, they can recognize the dark magic and let, no, CNN International is huge. They're probably it BBC maybe, but CNN probably, International yeah. has like a huge presence Their footprint okay. is enormous. Uh, throughout the world. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're watching. Do, 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 do. Although in Hong Kong, it would well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure what the. Hong it would vary. It would vary. There and the London, the London Sanctuary would of course be watching right. BBC. The beeb, the boob, the beeb. The Wi-Fi password, and is that like a? Uh, is that like you know when he gets settled in there? Is that when he he takes his watch off, his broken it's watch a off, bit and later, you get like the little? Oh yeah, like after after a little yeah. while, and he's like thinking of writing her an email. Yeah, and you finally yeah. see the inscription on the back. 
time will tell how much I love you. Yeah. Christy. Yeah. That strange it's like this, he didn't... this strange rule. You know. Yeah. He didn't just keep the watch because it was expensive. Nope. It's like it was the actually it mattered. Oh. Yep. Poor guy. He's he's a marshmallow on the inside. Squishy squishy mm. toasty toasty. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, he gets introduced to the new librarian. Oh my god. Because <laughs> the last we, one we get to, we get to, Wong, we get to go like We get to go back to the <laughs> the the other Benedict in this movie. Yes. Benedict Wong. Oh. Who that's kinda that's fun. It's like the character's name is I Wong, was so worried that this was Wong. that Wong was just gonna be like the servant type in this. Uh, well, they, thank God he's not. I don't think they're not gonna do that no. again. And 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 so. the Wong that we got the dynamic was has changed. Awesome. The world has changed. I love yeah. him. <laughs> Bo- just one word, yeah. like like Adele. <laughs> Bono. And, then, and he tells him <laughs> the story of like, you know, what happened to the last uh to the last li- you know, yeah. library and he's like, uh, you know, if you if you uh try to take these books without my permission, I'll kill you. <laughs> and and it's like so no late fees, huh? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like shit (laughs) this is deadly serious and like man i i oh i should have looked at looked him up but like that idea of um of uh, because i've never seen it in the real world like i've seen like um libraries with uh like protected and guarded Mm -hmm. collections like old books um that are like kept in a secure like vault but i've never seen one where they're like locked to the shelf that is pretty that was i suppose that's that's like an old that's a very old thing like from when books all had to be hand hand copied and they were far more like a book is worth more than yeah. a house kind of thing, um, and I like uh, old monasteries like their libraries would have them locked mm-hmm. up like that, which is really interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe that's why he didn't take the book in the first place. But yeah, I know that you know there's plenty of libraries that have like you know restricted access, like you have to have specific, you know. They have the library has yeah. to know who you are. I know the Library of Congress has certain. Under- Stuff and understand there. that you're not going to damage yeah. the books. You're not going to you're ruin going the to Declaration of Independence because you think it has a map on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to rip the pages of one spell out of the bigger <laughs> spell book and forget the part with the disclaimer and warning. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I love, um, like you know, this, this, uh, and again, like his, you know, his beard is. Is uh is growing, and as as the as the montage for his training goes on, you know, we finally get to see him like shave, mm-hmm. uh, painfully, and uh and and he's going on, and I well, he I, gets left he I gets abandoned this, like, on training that sequence. Mount Everest first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was okay. Yeah, that scene. That's good. I, I really enjoyed. Oh that. yeah. And that's when we get to like master. A man um, can survive for thirty minutes out here. You'll probably go into shock after two. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh well, no, but before that, he was like, you know, he was like sort of complaint. Like he had the 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 yeah. sling rings, and he and he was trying to use them, and it wasn't working. And he's like, well, my hands, my hands are so like you know mangled, and yeah. I can't. Uh. And she's like, oh really? Is that why it's not working? Master, whatever his name is, the guy that he mistook for in the yeah. first place, mistook for the ancient one in the first place, comes over and he like pulls his uh, sleeve back and re- reveals that he only has one hand. And then he does like a big magic complex mm-hmm. like uh, program in the air. And uh, it's like, see, Steven, you're just being a, you're making excuses, buddy. Making excuses. Yep. Master Hamir. You're, you're, yes. Yeah, that's it. Master Hamir. Your disability does not get you out of doing yeah, this better. I was really glad that they included that. 
Yep. Hmm. And yeah, leave him on Everest, and Mordo's like, "Oh man, again! Come on, we're gonna we're gonna kill somebody like this. Should I go get him? Should I go?" She's like, "No, just wait." And you can see like there's like a little moment of like uh, trepidation on. Yeah. Well, Mordo's worried, but also like as time goes on, like even the ancient one, like she's not like completely implacable. Yeah. Like there's a little bit in there where she's like, "No, no, I think I think it'll be fine. Yep. It's gonna." She, like she's a little concerned. Like, oh, maybe that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he but he got through and becomes he made it. He he starts to excel in his training very very rapidly, yeah. which uh, I mean I guess he's like you know on the path to become this is the, the sorcerer o- supreme. So obviously he's good. This at This is the shit, other PSA. But- <laughs> this is this is the other PSA to this movie, and it made for like an amusing meme. It's like how does he get superpowers? <laughs> Reading and studying hard. Well, he approaches <laughs> he approaches his study of the mystic arts the same way he would have approached the study of medicine, like just yeah. cram every single source of knowledge into your brain that you possibly can. Yeah, he's he's like uh, he's constantly constantly reading, uh, constantly like in an absurd way, uh, like he's able to astral project his his mind out and read while his body sleeps. So basically. He's never sleeping, right. like not really. Um, so he's just always learning. That and just it doesn't seem. He has a photographic memory. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the photographic memory, which you know is a thing that people it can is. have, and it's it's pretty cool. So yeah. there's the scene where he goes to the library, and Wong's just like, "No, I these books it. are too." <laughs> what well, um he he was he was like he read you. all of these. What was what was the book? Uh, the book of Cagliostro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, whatever, Beyonce, and, and he's like, normally I'm pretty funny, and he's like, did that work for you? No, did they work for you? <laughs> People thought I was funny. Did they work for you? Uh, okay, all right. So, anyways, he calls Wong Beyonce. Wong does not react, and then in the next scene, he's listening to Single Ladies. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, Wong is just fucking with him. <laughs> and he's got the ring going in the background and he's just taking all the books boop, 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 boop. and Wong's just like I heard something I know something's going on back there <laughs> and he turns around and Steven takes the book that's right in front of him yeah. and I like, <laughs> he's like, I like that he got in trouble for it later yes yeah. <laughs> he's, he's starting to play around with time and that's not really yeah. something you play well, around with but but even before but even before that like uh you know the the ancient one introduced the idea of the uh, the mirror yeah. dimension she's like you need you need a safe space to practice your spells and not fuck us all up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like uh, <sighs> funny how that's going to come back and bite us in the ass. The the mirror dimension where you can sort of like astral project and see and not interfere and not be seen and it kind of like you know like I, I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I mentioned it in this podcast or in, a, in another one, but like uh, there was uh, that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, that Nickelodeon like horror anthology. And there was like one episode where like, you know, the the sort of shadow universe, like you put on glasses and you could see like the other dimension. There were other people that were sort of occupying the same space. And it was super creepy. And the mirror universe for some reason makes me think of that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I brought that up again. I keep bringing it up. Stupid show. And then, Kung Fu! 
Everybody, Everybody was, was kung fu fighting. fighting. Shut up. Get out of my brain. <laughs> We've been doing this a lot recently, and it's kind of alarming. It's really creepy. What, like singing the same yes. songs? No. Thinking the same thoughts. We are not the same person, yeah. listeners. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. I have met you in real life space. Well, you know, Edward Norton thought he met Tyler Durden, so I I think I think, you know, I'm convinced you're too simple. <laughs> okay, good. And I haven't met you both. Right. So I think I mean like in real space. So I think I I believe that I'm not talking to one person who's really good at throwing her voice. That's good. Or his voice. Dun, 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 dun. Damn it! But yeah, like I, I like the little kung fu fighting, like yeah. training sequence where we, they, like, they talk about like your you know, life they, depends they, on it yeah. because one day it might. The wand of Watum and the what was the vaulting? Yeah. The vaulting oh, boots of yeah. something silly. Hang on, let me look it up. The vaulting boots was silly. I can't remember what it was, but it was just like what? <laughs> he just but, um, like it looks like a doodle jump to me. The it's the. The bolting boots of Voltor. Isn't isn't the staff of the Living Tribunal? Isn't the Living Tribunal supposed to be like super duper big important like god kind of thing? The Living Tribunal is a vastly powerful humanoid cosmic entity who has existed as long as the universe itself. Its function is to safeguard the multiverse from an imbalance so, of mystical forces. Okay, so for training with Doctor Strange. He's using the the staff of God. Yeah, that sounds legit. <laughs> uh, Mordo, we have to have a conversation <laughs> about your decision making skills. It's like, dude, that's that seems like a, overkill. That, that should be in a vault. That one should be in a. You should lock yeah, that one up, buddy. That should be that should, should be, be in, a in a case somewhere. That is irre that is Museum irresponsible style. relic usage. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> oh man! And also in this scene, like they talk about the ancient one. It's like, how old is she, and how long? And and that, which is kind of important exposition yeah. for you know what comes later. It's like you know nobody knows how old she is. It's like, how does she look like she's only forty? <laughs> you know, like what's going on here? It's like you know she brought us all in here um like everyone who's come to this place has been broken in some way and and she's put us all back together we're and like you know society, mordor, and mordor, now we are able to do mordo things. mordor jesus i called him i called him mordor <laughs> well i don't blame you he's like you know we were all broken and she fixed us all and we owe her a great deal and he's like very loyal um and very reverential in talking yeah. about her so you know which which sets up the uh, the betrayal mm -hmm. later yeah and then it's time to play with time. Really? Backwards or I, forwards? I make the apple get eaten. I make the apple not get eaten. Eat the apple. Undo the apple. I enjoyed this. Yeah, and I, I loved it. And also, like, I really loved, like, the um the sort of magic spell controller holograms that, like, you know, the, yeah. the stuff, like, the dials around his arm, like, the sort of, like, just as an idea, as a user mm -hmm. interface. You know, like uh, when it's she describes like the cue. magic earlier. Yeah, like the way she describes it earlier is like if it makes you feel better, you can think of them as programs. And if you think of them as programs, it's like that's a really clever sort of user interface. Like the um, what is it? The Microsoft like dial, the sort of thing like you can set down and like turn. Yeah. 
um, like anywhere on the screen and like sort of change things up and how he's got like these multiple dials on his arm that he's able to like yeah. shift and move around. And I'm like, yeah, that that's a really cool little, I mean, I know it's magic and not like also uh, a projection like Tony's like yeah. interface, but it's a really cool bit of user interface. And they included this bit of like the whole like one way to go backwards and the other way to go forwards in um, Lego Marvel superheroes too. <laughs> so you know continuity nice. oh how is that one how is that game it's fun enjoy it some know. of the it took me a while to there were enough changes that it took me a while to get into it but I'm cool. enjoying it still good good I take a really long time to play games so yeah and so I mean like he, he figures out the bit with the apple and then he's like looking at the book with the uh, the ripped out pages and he's like Hmm. Well, people told me not to, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also, like, cause so so did he go get the Eye of Agamotto? Yeah. Like, to, 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 at first to, to do the Apple, to do it at all? Yeah, I think. Like, he, he yeah, was like, he, he, like, he, like, he was reading the, the instructions. He found the, he found the time turny thingy. So he, he needed, yeah, he needed time a time turner. turner. <laughs> yeah. And he just walks in and takes it. No big it's deal. Like, Wait a second. That should have a better security system. First of all, protection. why are you holding the Eye of Agamotto in the library? <laughs> I feel like there are probably better places yeah. to keep that. Like the Ancient One's chambers. Or something. Or the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I so like you the, you can access it you can access it from the library. But I kind of got the impression that like that chamber where I you like see the the world that yeah that's like yeah. in a different space kind of like the way the doors from that chamber can lead to London it's and like Hong a Kong and 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 New York yeah it's it's sort of like not it's there right. but not there and uh, I love that he just goes and takes it and he's like sitting down like la 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 I've just taken I've just taken this incredibly valuable incredibly powerful thing and I'm going to use it to play with an apple. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not. This is not poorly designed don't in any way. Don't mind me. Uh, just gonna, just gonna mess with time, and uh, and then uh, Mordor and uh, and Wong show up, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna call him Mordor yeah. from now on. <laughs> uh, so they they show up and they're like, "Oh my god, you totally almost fucked up time! Don't do that! Oh my god, you're gonna fuck up time! Oh my god, fucking up time is such a big deal! I can't believe you did that!" Don't ever do that again. Never mess with time they again. They did three whole movies about this. They're called Back to the Future, Back to the Future <laughs> 2, and Back to the Future 3. God damn it, Steven. I think if anybody taught us not to fuck with time, it's Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you kids, Marty. It's the kids. <laughs> Nothing good will ever come from this. <laughs> Never do it again. Never. <laughs> Except when we really need you to. <laughs> Except, yeah, yeah. And that, oh man, I, I love, we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, and they're, you know, Wong and, and, uh, and Mordor are super impressed. They're like, wow, dude, you're getting pretty good at this. Damn. And, uh, you know, we get the bit about, uh, like the Avengers and, like, uh, you know, they protect the, the mm -hmm. physical realm and, and, uh, we protect, you know, the sorcerers, we, the sorcerer supreme and, and us, the guardians at the, it's very uh, much like the, a the different go go we, we protect... mystical rangers thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is exactly what it is. And, uh, and, you know, they give him the, the breakdown of the dark dimension beyond time, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and give him the whole spiel about, uh, there's a, a war on against, you know, evil forces and, and strange is just like, okay, I'm out. Fuck yeah. this. 
I'm just going to go home and let myself do surgery like that guy who let himself walk. And it's like, too late, buddy. Too late. (laughs) I did did love, uh, there's like, there's like a thing about it that doesn't make much sense. Um, When they describe uh, Dormammu and his dark dimension and they're like, he hungers for the earth most of all. And I'm like, it's because we fucked up the most. (laughs) Let's be real. You know what? Like, uh, so, so we've seen all, we've seen five of the, uh, the six infinity, wait, four of the five, wait. So we've seen every one of them except for the soul stone. What if the soul stone is just earth? And that's why everything is happening around, you know, out of the vast cosmos. Like, like when the earth, the formed, earth is where everything crazy happens. Like buried in its core. It's like at the center or something. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I still think Kendrick yeah, Lamar maybe. is the soul stone, but okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, so so they he he's just had his time experiment. They're like, "Oh man, you're pretty good at this. Let us tell you about the how the secret war is going." And then, and then a loud London gets destroyed. <laughs> time to jump into the deep end. It's the London. It's the London Sanctum, and they open the door, and everything's going wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so like uh, Mordor and and Wong, they go off to London, yeah. right? And so he hears noise coming from New York and goes in there. Or does uh, he, he got get blasted, blasted into in it? New York? What he got blasted yeah. into New York, right? Yeah, when the door, when the London yeah. door was like sealed shut, he got bla- he got propelled into New York. But he doesn't cool, know cool, it cool. until he goes outside. Yeah, he goes outside, like looks around. He's oh, like, oh wait, wait what? this is this is the village. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not in Kamertage anymore. <laughs> what the Oh man, magic is super. Yep. And then he um he, he hears the master of the New York Sanctum going up against Caeselius. Well, but first, yeah, but first he's like wandering yep. around inside the sanctum a little bit. Like he gets a, a look at like the, the room full mm-hmm. of relics and the three windows thing. Like it sort of sets up the space mm-hmm. for the fight that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you get to sort of see the all the magical things that are around before they yep. get destroyed. All the little Easter eggs. Yep. Mm. And so the the master of the, uh, the the New York Sanctum goes to goes to stand up to Caecilius and his zealots. And he's just oh, and he just like dies. Yeah. Bam. I mean, you know, he, he does okay with the uh-huh. first couple, but when there's like six of them, yeah. he just gets he gets moited. Yeah. Yeah. He certainly does. I gotta say, I, I really like the uh, I like the effect of like their magical. Me weapons. too. It's like the weird Those glass, are some pretty awesome it's like weapons. ice glass stuff. Yeah, the shadowy ethereal nature of it is really like, cool. Yeah, and it, and it fits with and the whole stabby. mirror thing. Yep, super stabby. And then, <laughs> did they stab him first, and then he yells, "Stop"? <laughs> Probably. Or did he like yell? Uh, yeah, like they kill <laughs> the like, guy, and Stephen's just like, "Stop!" He's like, "Stop it! Wait." Oh, too late. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Who are you? What's your name? Doctor. <laughs> uh, how did that exchange go? Um, doc- it's Doctor, actually. Okay, Mr. Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange, I know. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it's just a really good, fun gag. You know? So much fun with his name. <laughs> And they keep having fun with his name in, in like, mm-hmm. Infinity War. Oh, we're using our made-up names. 
I am Spider-Man. Oh. And I love the way he says that, like he's talking to somebody, like he's like, oh, this guy's, mm, all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Spider-Man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and this this whole ha- hallway fight, like, uh, like we were talking about earlier, like it was really cool and it's like a good sort of example of why um the effects of of like sort of changing the world and moving things are like when he's like running along the parquet like is that a parquet floor or just the hardwood like the really complex not parquet but the the floor like he's running yeah. along the hallway and and like that effect apart from looking really cool like the wood is actually like mm-hmm. sort like of moving under his feet like yeah. a treadmill and it's like forcing him to it's keeping him in place it's not letting him run away so the magical the magic apart from looking cool has that great practical effect and then as they advance like you know they're like walking along the walls and the ceiling and like he gets thrown around and like when he does break away from them they change the gravity again so that it's the 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 point of gravitation is at the Mm -hmm. end of the hallway so it's like he's falling down the hallway and i i really i dug all that stuff and then like the bit where where like the the one uh the blonde woman is up by the by the the windows and like he he adapts and overcomes like you know the change in the gravity he sense you know he realizes that that's down and so he lets himself go goes and kicks her out the window she goes flying out into the desert and, <laughs> and the door really is like cool. 20 feet I, in the I like air this scene. yeah the door is like 20 feet in the air so she's like frantically trying to run back and like uh then scott adkins shows up and like starts beating the crap out of him and he's trying to shut the window he's like ah and like uh i i i, cho- I think that do you think she died out there in the desert I she's a she's a she, wizard. She she's figured torturous. it out. She's probably she's probably fine. Yeah. She got something going on. Yeah. Is this when he gets but stabified? Apparently she didn't have her. Uh, no, not yet. No, not yet. Almost. Not yet. That comes because no, because like first he 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 fights, he fights these guys. What happens with uh Scott Atkins? Like the really fighty fighty one. The one who follows um, him the hospital. Uh, that's the one that follows him to the hospital. But he first like has the the whole scene up in the relics right. room. Oh right, where, he takes uh, that like weird thing off the wall and locks. Well, first, and, and locks first he gets chosen up, by a relic. Yeah, he gets chosen. Oh man, he the gets best chosen relic. by <laughs> the snarkiest of relics. Very much, very much a la floating carpet, flying carpet in Aladdin. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, this cape is cousins with carpet. They're, yeah, they're yeah, they know. It's so they good. know each other. It's so good. And, and like, you know, like... Uh, they have the same level of sass. Yeah. yeah, and Caecilius is, like, throwing him through all the glass displays and stuff and breaking stuff left and right. And then, you know, he breaks the, the one with the, the cape in it and he goes to stab him. Like, he's going in for the killing blow and the cape just wraps up yep. around his arm like, nope, nope. And, like, just it pops onto him and it just saves yep. his ass for the rest of the for the rest of this fight. It's really great. Ah. And I, I love the, you know, the bit where it, like, uh, it, it keeps blocking things for him and, and it takes him over to the wall. He's over by, he gets knocked over by the wall and he's like, oh, an axe. No, not the axe. And it's like, it the takes body him a thing. little bit to get the hint. The body thing. And he throws the body thing at him and the body that thing shit's is fucking, shit. That's just fucking, that's like crazy. bondage on steroids. Yeah. That's That's horrifying. like Loki bondage times a million. <laughs> <laughs> Like that thing, like it locks him up and it's like holding him in that position. I was just like, (laughs) and then you get like the the great confrontation between them that starts out with, (laughs) 
He's like, what? I can't understand the word you're saying. <laughs> and then, uh, then he gets to, to give his This movie would have case. ended a lot faster if he had never taken the gag off of Cassilius. Yeah, no kidding, man. It's like, he's a wizard. Don't let him speak his spells and stuff. Yeah, seriously. That was not a smart... No. There's a reason choice, why doctor. Loki was gagged. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Caecilius gets to, to give the audience his spiel and his reasoning and why he's doing what he's doing. we, yeah, the audience, yeah. is like, well, he oh. kind of makes a little bit of sense. She does yeah. not preach. Time is an insult. She does not follow what she Death preaches. is an insult. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Like the, the bit about uh, yeah, she draws from the dark dimension, too, and, and the... Uh, yeah, the the magic there allowing us to live forever and like, oh, Dormammu's not going to, you know, enslave the earth. He's going to let everybody live forever. Nobody has to die. And like that, that doesn't follow very well. But but his line about time is an insult. Death is an insult. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Th- those are some good lines. Yeah. You thought about that one. <laughs> it's like there's a reason people follow oh, this yeah. guy. <laughs> and then... <laughs> It's like, yeah, we're going to complete the ritual with Dormammu. We're going to unleash him on the earth. It's going to be great. And Dr. Strange is like, dude, look at your face. <laughs> the, the makeup effects were also really awesome. With the creepy like yep. stuff yeah. around and, the, like, the purpley eyes. Yeah. And then Cassilius is like, lol, your sling ring is gone. Look, my buddy showed up. <laughs> Stab. And then he, then yeah. he gets stabbed and Cassilius gets released. And, uh, like, Caecilius leaves, and Scott Adkins, uh, is, that's the name of the actor, uh, the zealot guy. He's, like, uh, big, like, stunt performer. Is he the guy who was stuff. Darth anyway. Maul? Uh, no, that's, that's oh, right, Ray right. Park. Scott Adkins is, like, a bigger dude. He's been in a lot of, like, um, kung fu movies, like Hong Kong stuff. Like, he typically doesn't have many lines, and if he does, it's like, I'm mm-hmm. that guy, blah. But, but he gets beat up a lot by, like, huh, Donnie Yen cool. and Jackie Chan nice. and that kind of stuff. He's, Good he's job, really cool. dude. Good um, job. And, like, he was in, like, The Expendables 3 or something or 2 or whatever. He, he gets nice. killed a lot by the hero. Um, and in this one, like, he gets killed by the cape. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, he doesn't get killed by the cape. But, I mean, like, the bit where he's he's about to finish Steven off. And, and then the cape like, zooms in. You. And just wraps around human. his head and starts and starts bouncing his head the off cape, the floor. The cape is a cat. <laughs> this is amazing. The spirit of a cat <laughs> is in that cloak. And then Steven gets his sling ring back and opens up a portal. And what they were saying earlier about the portals is you have to envision where you're going really clearly. Yeah. And that makes it easier. And I'm really curious as to why he ended up in the supply closet, specifically. That's where him and Christine were. There may have been some memories there. That's where where he went with Christine. Wow, wow. (laughs) It's it's one of his happiest places. (laughs) Okay. It's the Grey's Anatomy supply closet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Doctor Sex. So he kind of collapses in front of Christine, and she's just like, "What?" I love, I love that. Oh no, wait, that part comes later. Never mind. But yeah, I love. He was just yelling, "Christine!" down the hallway. She's like, "Get Christine! me into an operating theater." Where's Doctor Palmer? She's in the nurse's office. <laughs> the nurse. Yeah, she's at the nurse's station. Doctor Palmer. Steven, what are you wearing? <laughs> I enjoyed so this So she scene. takes him into surgery, 
She's like, you joined a cult? <laughs> and he's like, what was it that he said? She's like, that's just what a cultist would say. Yeah. <laughs> so this scene, um, from what I understand, was the scene with the astral projection and Christine like trying fighting to save his life was pretty much taken from uh, one of the Doctor Strange books, the the Oath, I think. That's that's my understanding as well. Which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool yeah. scene. It's like uh, very. Uh, it, it's an imaginative use of uh, you know the the powers in the world that mm-hmm. they've set up. There's some there's some yeah. layers in there. It's like oh my god, what were you stabbed with? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just save me. Oh hold on, I gotta go take care of a thing. <laughs> Pay no attention to all the electronics going off like poltergeist yeah, or something. I just, yeah, the scene was really cool. And then a lot of the humor was there, you know. There's more humor in this bit than a lot of the rest of the movie. Yeah. Okay, and here's like one of the things that I'm just like, I wish they had set up the rules of astral projection a little bit clearer. I'm like, how does him getting shocked come through the astral plane to I'm not sure he dude. even really knew until it happened. I think just because yeah. he meant it. It's, it's um, energy, you know, it's right? Like he, he, he focused, he transferred yeah. the thing, like he took it from his body to his astral form and put it through that right. guy's astral form and then his astral form put it through to his body. It was like, uh, you know... Um, they did it because they felt like they could do it. Right. I mean, if, yeah, if, if, I, I, if, I'm fine with if it. If projecting your, if an astral projection is like essentially your life energy, right? If you're projecting your life energy out of your body, then it uh-huh. stands, yeah. sort of stands to reason that any additional energy entering your physical body could then be transferred through your astral form. That's weird. Ooh. So that's how Ooh. I deal with it. I bet somebody on drugs wrote about that in the sixties. <laughs> So then he's, oh, like, coming out projection. of it, he's awake again, and Christine's just, like, living in what the hey, fuckery. Christine. Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, okay, Steven. You joined a cult? <laughs> okay, Steven, you totally came through a whirlpool. Like, sure. Yeah, whatever. It's, and he's like, okay, I have to go back to the thing, and then and I gotta the jump in the hole. the quickest way through that is a like, portal I opened in the broom closet, and she's like, okay, don't tell me. You know the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then she sees it, and she's like, oh my god. And, and then the broom falls over. And it closes. <laughs> And, the broom and she screams, and I'm like, Regina George did not ask for this. <laughs> she was personally Stop victimized by that happen. broom. <laughs> there it is. <sighs> yep. Yeah, so he goes He goes back she to went, the New York Sanctum, punched me right? in the face, and I loved it. Yep, and then there's, where there's, yeah. Mordo and then, is like, "What? What was going on?" And then he, he gets where in, he talks where he talks and to Mordor he talks to the ancient one, and yeah. yeah, and they have the confrontation about like her using the dark dimension, and and she, and uh, Mordor's all like, no. and and also like we have this sort of scene where where like uh, you know Mister Cumberbunny is a little uh, he, he he's wishy washy about fight continuing mm-hmm. the good fight. And I'm like, dude, you you just come on. You, what? He's like, no, I quit. I'm not going to do this. I don't. I took an oath to do no harm, and I'm just like, yeah, but, but this. But you didn't exactly helpful. hesitate. You need to do it. Yeah, it's like you got to be able to 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 defend yeah. yourself. I'm I'm pretty sure there are, there are exceptions to the hypocrite. I, Isn't there a 
there like an ethical um, like consideration within the Hippocratic Oath that you're allowed to defend yourself so. and others? Also, yeah. and I know this this may be sensitive to certain provisions, uh, but I don't feel like Stephen Strange, given his ego... Oh, that he was all that concerned with the yeah. ethics in the first place? <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. I'm not going to take that case. It's going to ruin yeah. my perfect record. So, you know. But is his inaction causing harm? Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. I don't dun, have dun, time dun. for that, like, mental exercise there. I know. I'm like, my brain is shot. My brain is <laughs> My brain says, I don't want to be the master of the New York Sanctum anymore. <laughs> He's like, nope, yep, I'm, I'm gonna do it. It's like, oh wow, you got the you got the 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 cape of levitation, and you did really good. You totally killed those guys, and you almost you almost and caught Cassilius, but then Mo- you <laughs> Mordor. <laughs> I Damn got it. you doing it. Too. Mordor's like bouncing up and down on his toes, like, oh cool, I finally got a fighting buddy. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like you did awesome, man. Great work. He's like, mm-hmm. welcome to the team. Yeah! And Steven's just like, no. N- no. Do not no. want. Opposite yeah, of do not want. want. He's, he's, doing the, he's doing the grumpy cat thing and he's yeah. pushing the glass off the table. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, oh, I have like a, oh no, I've got a, a, a gap in my notes. How did we end up with uh, the Ancient One fighting Kaecilius? I'm trying to remember. Because uh, uh, his, uh, his minions showed up and were freeing him. Right. Okay, they were... Mm. Yes? Uh, Hang on. Didn't no, they already? No, when, when he went to the hospital, he was still... Oh, that's right. That's right. He was still fighting. He was still fighting Scott Adkins, and the other minions hadn't shown mm-hmm. up to save yeah. him. So, like, he was still there in yeah. bondage when the Ancient One and, and uh, Mordor showed up. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, man, Doctor Strange 2 is going to be uh, Mordor's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> One does one does not simply walk up oh, to Mordor. A note, <laughs> listeners. The master of the New York Sanctum who was murdered earlier was Master Drum, which is a little bit of an oh. Easter egg because his brother becomes Dr. Voodoo. Huh. I think it's Jericho, right? Jericho Drum is yeah, the character's yeah, name. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Huh. Easter egg. Woohoo. Yep. Stuff. Stuff and things. So much stuff. Which may become something, might not become Maybe. something. Who knows? Oh man. Yeah, so so yeah, the, the, the zealots uh, and and uh they they the zealots and Caecilius face off against um The Ancient One. The Ancient One and uh, Mordor and yeah, Strange. Yeah, and Strange thinks he's got one up and, on Caecilius uh, because Caecilius doesn't have a sling ring and he can't get out of the mirror dimension, but Guess what? Yeah. Not so much. Again. <laughs> it's like, you made them more powerful than they would have been otherwise. Oh, <laughs> then the entire city is just like going nuts. And it's just like, oh, here's the effects budget. <laughs> All of our visual effects people were, were tripping on LSD when we did this. So we're good. <laughs> yeah. This is this for the trailers, so guys. Fun. 
like the city this you know the streets like folding and collapsing and the and and the sort of the plane this the plane of the skyline like uh yes. going perpendicular yeah. uh it's it's hard to use the proper words to describe what happens but you've all seen the movie it's so you know what i'm saying weird. that's the best way to describe it it's weird yeah. Would you say That's it's really cool. strange? No, I no, I would not <laughs> say it's strange. I would say it's weird. <laughs> Super strange. Yeah, so it's at first Professor it's just Peculiar. um st- you know, Doctor Strange and Mordo running for their lives. Mhm. Yep. And having the the same yep. sort of problem like running on the on the fire like, escapes that become yeah, like like they keep conjuring and, uh, like, people uh, are popping you know, up. portal and then it keeps getting disrupted because the the plane shifts and their, you know, concentration yep. fails. Getting yep. moved around and like they're getting their they're 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 not doing well. Uh Mordor and Strange, uh they're 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 on the losing end. They're they're sort of barely keeping off the uh Caecilius and and his people from killing him and then out of nowhere, the ancient one. Just owning everybody. Yep. She shows up, and like she's got the awesome like astral projected, you know, the magic fans. I like those. those things and are so it's cool. Just, like, that was pretty cool. That was a really like I uh, in the real world, the idea of the fighting fans, the sort of kung fu fan thing. I hate mm-hmm. those things. I think they're impractical and awful. But as oh, magic yeah. weapons, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I I'll buy that it. That whole orangey like sparky fire effect I loved through the whole movie. So yeah, and and like the way she like set up sort of like the the space for them to yeah. fight on the rotating like I was I was it's so mesmerizing like watching sort of like the corners of buildings folding yeah. in on themselves and 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 sort of like making that kaleidoscope effect and I'm like okay but and 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 like thinking to yourself it's not just a I mean obviously. You're watching it in 2D. It is a 2D projection, but the idea of it being a three-dimensional thing there that somebody could get thrown into and ground up or, mm-hmm. or you know, magically, you know, yeah. pulled apart is just so cool. I think this cool. was the first of the MCU, MCU movies that was like, we're going to go all out on the 3D effects. Like. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Seeing this in 3D was, uh, it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the confrontation between the Ancient One and Cassilius is where you really have the, you know, you finally, you, you see that symbol appear on her forehead, so you understand that, yes, she has been using that same ritual. Yeah, she's pulling the same power. Yeah. And she's, uh, I mean, she's tearing him up. She's, like, making pretty quick work of the, the you know, his zealots, and then, you know, he does the uh, mm-hmm. the bad guy thing. He's he's willing to stab through his own. Per- he does something that the hero can't. Uh, it doesn't occur to the hero that right. this will happen. So she's not able to defend against it, and he just stabs right through his own dude to get to her, yep. and that's it. It's like, oh, you bad guy! You're and then so bad. She goes tumbling down. Yep, and then like yeah, because he he like, pushes she, her. He oh, opens yeah, he the opened, portal and he pushes opens, her through it. Yep, and then uh, yeah, and then. Uh, Benedict and and uh, Mordor Christine follow her through. Follow her through. Oh, not ah! again! And like her fall down, like look, oof, like I, falling through that that glass. I awning couldn't thing, watch it. Like, oh, oh, like yeah. Oof. Poor meat sack. Mm-hmm. Because you usually like in movies, yeah. usually almost always they don't show the impact, or they show yeah. it from high enough up that you don't like see it. But this was but straight yeah, on was, right through very... the glass. Oof. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we totally skipped over, uh, just as a, a lighter note, we skipped over Stan Lee's yes, we did. cameo where he's not in the mirror dimension, <laughs> he was but they mirror dimension slam into book. the window. He's reading um, oh, yeah, what was the book? Huxley's Doors of Perception. Go figure, right? <laughs> that that probably had something to do with like when they yeah. wrote this in the first place. It's a, yeah. it's a book of essays <laughs> that explore hallucinations while he's under the drug's influence. <laughs> so, you know, it's no, pretty right on job. target. <laughs> yeah. Hippie comics. <laughs> but again, like, is he the watcher? If he's the watcher, I guess he can be aware of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And just like choosing not to interfere right. or acknowledge. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, like, okay. the Watchers in general some, make it a rule that they don't interfere. Yeah. It's just like the Watchers in Highlander. Indeed. Um, yeah, but this, um, this I think, was the first one of his cameos where didn't they, like, shoot all, like, all of his cameos for the rest of Phase 3, like, in a that couple of sense. days? Like, I think... I think I think this was like the first one where like I think on the Empire podcast they were talking about how like um uh James Gunn like was brought in well, and like they filmed uh Stan Lee's cameos for like four Well, movies they only or had enough magic to reanimate him for those, you know, couple of hours. <laughs> oh, I mean you say that now, but at any moment as he of is this still recording. Alive. Uh, yeah, anyway. But yeah. Um yeah, so he rushes her back to his hospital, the ancient one. Christi- Christine! Oh, not again. And she, like, rolls her eyes. She's rolling her eyes like, what the hell? But, like, yeah. Poor Christine. Oh, She's and- just, like, weighing over her she head. She tries like, what is so happening? hard. She's, yeah. She works in the ER. She thinks she's seen it all. No. She's a good yeah. doctor. And I love that, like, Stephen, I- he gowns up and he, like, is in the room, but then he he's aware that he's not going to be able to do the surgery. Yeah, and he has that little moment with the doctor mm-hmm. from earlier that he had like shat all over, and he's like, "Dude, you need yeah. to do this. I can't." And and that's like sort of that's a good. I don't know. There was like sort of a good little moment yeah. of growth for him. And then you yeah. have the astral projection stuff. She's, yeah. That, oh, that was I liked really it. cool. That it's poignant. Moment. Yeah, I really. I really like that she's like, you know, time yep. moves differently here. Your body hasn't even hit the floor yet. And they have this long conversation about, you know, how death is a gift. And like, you know, very much like the um, the scene in Star Trek Generations where, you know, like, uh, actually, yeah, in Star Trek Generations, the first Next Generation movie, they had like the same, the villain had the same sort of thing. He wanted to get into the rift and it's like, time is uh, the fire that burns mm-hmm. up life. And, and, you know, we should be able to live forever and and uh picard like you know sort of pointed out just as the ancient one points out it's like you know death and you know the the limited time that we have on earth helps to give all of our time here meaning uh you know we have yeah. to make the most of what we have I like and, that. They, like, she talks- they do that in battlestar galactica too yeah. when the cylons give up resurrection yeah they're like death mm. is what gives life meaning i like that you know in the beginning she, at this when they first like are at the windows she's like i've 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 imagined i've seen this moment so many times, but never further, never anymore. And I just want, I just oh, want yeah. to take it all in. I want to appreciate it. I want to see what makes this moment special. You know, because mm. she knows she's gonna die. She knows and that it was this is pretty. the moment of her death. Yep. Here I am, stretching one moment into a thousand, yep. just so I can watch the snow fall. Yep. 
That is really pretty. Oh, yeah, and this is also where she gives him the secret to uh, what's-her-face's, what's-his-face's, yes. like, magic about, like, how he's a, how he uses magic to, to walk. And that basically, you, you know, months ago, maybe even a year ago, Stephen could have walked back into his old life and used magic just yeah. to keep his hands working properly. And it's like, you've been able to, you could have done that yeah. a long and time again, ago. Yeah. But... You know, it's like what you know. This isn't about you, Stephen. There, there are other things going on, and are you going to turn your back on them? And she also, she shows that she is aware of Mordo's deficiencies in terms of like his rigid personality and how he's he's unable oh, yeah. to do anything but see, you know, the the natural was, law, and yeah. So yeah. you know, like he's very set in in the rules. And she said, like, uh, mm-hmm. you need his strength just as he yeah. needs your flexibility. And it was just like, oh, yin yang, they like need each other, which is, you know, sort of a good setup for how the second one could go and make it, you know, like how much they, they, well, I mean, obviously he's, he's going to be, Mordor's going to yeah. be killing everybody. So he's the villain, but it would be a point towards it being sort of a, a more of a two-hander than, than a, than a one-hander kind of film, you know, where again, they're sort of like equal footing. Yeah. yeah. And then she dies. Yeah, yeah. And then she dies. Sad. She dies, sad. and it is sad. And then, yeah. you know, Stephen has to go and and find a way to talk Mordo into helping him to defend the Sanctum. Because even if yeah. even if everything that the Ancient One did was against their teachings, what she stood for was still what you know worth fighting for, protecting you know? the Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's still something yeah. that was in line with Mordo's personal beliefs. What he yeah. his goals yeah. and what he wants to do, and what he yeah. was willing to fight and die for, and uh, yeah, and then we get I think before he goes off to to find Mordor, um, we have the the little moment where he says yeah. goodbye to Christine, which that's the last we see of yeah. her in this movie. Yeah. So I think her fifteen minutes are up, um, and we also get something that I think I, I talked about um, either an episode ago or two episodes. I think I talked about it in Ant Man, so I think it was just an episode ago. Um, where two episodes ago uh, he, yeah, was two technically oh, right. Okay, so two episodes ago, um, did I talk about it in Civil War? No, anyway. But she, they, they kiss and say goodbye, and then he suits up. He puts on the cape, and he's you know sort of serious and like emotional, and and like you know he, he's he's you know sort of worked up, and then uh, and then there's yep. a joke, you know the the bit of you know and and it's a funny joke. I laughed. Everybody laughed. It was it was. Comical is cute, is funny, and like you know, again, the cape is a great character in and of itself. And I have desperately tried to think of how I could cosplay that cape and animate yeah. it in some way, um, to to no success yet. Um, but uh, yeah, this this is kind of like every once in a while, it's good, and it can help, and it can be good for moments. It can be good for for levity. But sometimes um, you want to have that note. But sometimes they need to be able to take themselves seriously. Like it, 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 you know, getting back to the idea of the whole MCU basically being one giant TV show, you know, being show run by Feige and, and a couple of other producers. This is sort of an element that props up in many of their episodes where they get to something that's sort of like, if it feels like the comic book movie is taking itself too seriously, they're like, oh shit, we got to put a joke in here to let everybody know that we're yeah. in on it being funny. And it's just like, I I hope that in an Infinity War that they can, 
I mean, they'll probably it'll probably still it be in there, and I'll probably still laugh, but. But I kind of wish. But by the strength, Tony Stark, no. of course, it's going to happen. But by the strength of uh, Captain America's fists and beard. <laughs> oh man, that trailer! Ah, yeah. just holding but back. The like, interesting thing Thanos. to me was that this week um, there was a I forget which article it was, but they were like, "Yeah, Chris Evans says he's going to be done with Captain America after Avengers Four, and this is still going to be <laughs> Avengers 3. Well, yeah. this is Avengers 3. 4 yep. is, is yep. Infinity War 2. Yet to so. be named. Or whatever they end up calling it. So he's able to bring Mordor back online, you know, defend the natural law. For one last one mission. last time. And, and they need Hong to Kong. go to the la- the like, they need to go to Hong Kong, where Wong and some of the other, like, students mm-hmm. have already gone. And, Dormammu's and already been unleashed. They're armoring. They're arm. They've armored themselves. Well, we don't get to that part we yet. Like, think you know, Wong is we like assume leading. that they're going to make it there in time. Yeah, we like the way that it's edited. The way that the time is. The way things are being shown. It seems like Strange and Mordor are going to show up. Mordor, <laughs> Mordor, God damn it! I just just go with uh, it. Like it's a funny joke, but all right, fine. Anyway, so they show up. Uh, but like the way that it, it's being cut, it seems like they're going to nope. show up just in time for the big they're climactic battle. But nope, they're super late. They get late. there, and the dark the dark dimension is already unfolding. the The sanctum is a smoten ruin. There are thousands of dead people and so in the, the streets. The only way, it's, the it's only terrible. way to stop this is to to play with time. If I to do the thing he was told not to time. do. Oh yes, share. <laughs> that isn't that the music video where it she's is. on the battleship. That makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah. So this is actually my favorite use of the effects in this movie. Oh, is like so the good. damage, like undoing itself. And then when and he, I- and then when he unfreezes individuals within it, they like, they like, yeah. Oh, when he when he makes them a part of you know, like they go his through that time. like whole like shutter frame thing. Yeah, yeah. that sort of buffering moment. My favorite, where, like, where they're getting woken up into time. Moment of the damage being fixed is like you see the dead woman on the sidewalk, and then she kind of like flies backwards yeah. through the air into yeah. the car, and yeah. then the car like backs up and becomes unsmashed. Yeah. And I'm like, were you wearing there, your seatbelt? And then they so find many Wong, great, like little little elements in there. Yeah, they they bring Wong back. Like, uh, what was Wong was like under was, a bunch of rubble? He was right? um, impaled on some rebar. Okay, yeah, like like the, he was the, super the, dead. The, the rebar had like he was super dead, and then they yeah. they pull him out, and then puts him back in the thing. And like, what is it like? Uh, yeah, yeah, he says, I know like, the I'm turning back time order. And, like, well, well, don't stop now. Wong's like, no, 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 keep doing it. He's like, keep going. You're doing good. <laughs> yeah. This is fine. This is good. He's like, I'm on board. Do it. I'm breaking the and, it's, it's and I'm breaking favorite, the laws laws of nature. I know. And Wong says, well, don't stop now. <laughs> yeah, my favorite my favorite little effect in here, like when he's like rolling back the time. The fish is tank. When, um, one, of the, yes. one of the female. Yes. When that female yep. zealot gets like sucked up like into the fish tank. And I'm just like, oh, no, that's a terrible and then way Kiselius to die. Gets, like, like he becomes one with like some like building facade tile thing. Well, it doesn't some. It wasn't Caecilius. Well, somebody, somebody else, else goes like into a building, of, but Caecilius. That's where he ends up initially, and then he breaks free. Oh, okay. Yeah, he breaks free, and then like they still 
Like yeah. it's still fallen. It still hasn't worked. And he's like, ha ha, clever trick, Mr. Doctor. I love that he keeps calling him Mr. Doctor. Like he never yeah. got the message. Like he yeah. never got his actual name and he thinks it's Mr. Yeah. Doctor. Ha <laughs> ha, Mr. Doctor, you are too yeah. late. But I, I, I do, I, I do like that. Uh, this is, you know, the one where they're like, no climactic sky battles here. That's already happened. You missed out. I, yeah. I, it's, it's good stuff. And uh, Kaecilius is like giving the speech about Dormammu's gonna gonna take over the world. We're all gonna be like in this dimension without time, life and it's is gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, great, guys! This is just totally what we wanted. And then Stevens like, all right, fine, and he just zips off. And like you can see, like Wong and Mordor are both like, what? Hey, no! Because right, <laughs> you because quit it's, um, it's a callback to one of the warnings that. Um, which warning was it? It was one of the warnings that the Ancient One gave when he was futzing around with the Eye of Agamotto. She was like, uh-huh. be careful lest you um, screw up and end up repeating the same moment over and over and over again. Yep, yep. Lots of, lots of, lots of callbacks in there. And yep. also, <laughs> oh yeah, we totally like glazed over the part about like the warning being at the back of the spell. Um, <laughs> That's at the end. So yeah. He, when he finally he, defeats Caecilius. Beyond, he goes to the because dark he remembers dimension. that Dormammu exists. Quote beyond time. He ha- he's not. He's in, yeah, a, so in the dark dimension. There is no concept. Right. I brought a little something from my dimension. Yeah. Oh man. And like the little spell like, so on cool. his wrist, like his magical watch. That's so cool. And he just walks up to him like Dormammu. I've come bargain. to bargain. Over and, just, he gets and wiped over out. and over, and Dormammu's suddenly Sisyphus. I love it. You know, um, so keeping with the whole Benedict Cumberbatch doing everything, including Smaug, he oh, is Dormammu. Yeah, that's true. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he it's, also? Is it's he uncredited, also the voice? but yeah. Oh, and yeah. he's also the voice, right? Like I know he did like the motion ca- motion capture. But I was just watching it, and I'm like, "Don't worry, Dormammu. I too would not want to be caught in a time loop with blueberry <laughs> cucumber patch." <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. And so, okay. What do you? I, I I'm curious to to get your take on 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 what this. So Dormammu exists outside of time and has no concept of of having to repeat the same moment. It it doesn't like click for him, and he's like sort of he's he feels like trapped in it in a way that that we wouldn't be, and which is a hard thing to to get our heads around. It's not played but that way in this sort of montage. In this montage, do you think that we see? Um, that there's like more, more that it happens more times oh, than we see, or do you think we? Uh, okay, there's like there's two ways to do this. Like I, 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 I'm trying to, I'm torn between. I think, I think the one that makes the most sense, the one that probably is, uh, is the one that you're you're saying is like where where you know this is a montage and he's doing it over and over and over. He does it like hundreds of times, thousands of times. We don't know how many times he's done it. And like, there's kind of like a cool sort of character development, like idea in there where he could do this over and over again and use that time to practice Mm -hmm. various spells. And, you know, he gets more and more like less afraid of pain, less afraid of death. Um, it, It affects him less each time. Like he's practicing different spells. He's different, you know, and you can see him like in the montage, like, blocking more things and fighting more and, and firing back and sort of progressively getting a little better at it and lasting longer. Or or do you think that maybe it's just like the six instances we see in Dormammu's is just No, like I think a giant there's a, like an infinite number 
of deaths. So, okay. and I, okay. I hate to do this That's because totally of reasons, but there's an episode of Supernatural called Mis- Mystery yeah. Spot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is a That's good one. Weird. I really like it. Uh, where Sam has to watch Dean die like every day for like, I forget how many times. Groundhog's Day. Yeah. You did it like a few thousand like, yeah, times, Yeah, but, right? you, but you as the yeah. viewer only see it like a handful of times. Like 20. But, like, yeah. at the end, like, Sam is just, like, so broken by it. Like, he can't even try to stop it. He knows it's going to keep happening. But, you know, there's that. <laughs> but then there's also what we're dealing with here, which is, like, Doctor Strange is, is aware of what's happening. He has sacrificed himself into this moment for the rest of time. Or the rest of, yeah. you know, the time span of the universe as it is. Uh in order to save the earth. So. Yep. Yeah. Which it is pretty, pretty cool. cool move, bro. And then, you know, Thanks. Dormammu is just that. so horrified by his willingness to do this and his frustration <laughs> at like, re- repeating the same moment over and over and over and over again. <laughs> that he just says, sure, I'll take the bad guys and leave. I'll take the zealots uh, off your I'll hands. I'll create the Just mindless ones. Because that's what alone. happens. The mindless yeah, ones? Um, so when Caecilius and his cronies are, like, blackened, right? They fly uh-huh. up, and then the image there is, at least as far as I remember... Ray, you played the Facebook game, um, right? Yeah, yeah. So there was a couple of levels where you had to fight mindless ones, and those were like Doctor Strange villains. Yeah, they're like, and they're like big Ah. black things with just red eyes. Yeah. So that yeah, that is kind of what they look like when they. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then, uh, and then he's able to uh, to come back, and uh, Caecilius is like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. He was like, uh... "You know, you really should have taken the whole book because the warnings they come after the spells." <laughs> yeah. And then Wong just bursts out laughing, and I'm so PSA charmed. number. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> charmed by Wong's laughter. I don't know. He's just like, once, oh, and I once get again, it. we say a vague disclaimer is no, nobody's friend. <laughs> but yeah, then we also have, you know, we go back to Mordor. Mord- Mordor, damn it! Mordo. <laughs> Mordo, Mordo, Sorry. Mordo, Mordo, Mordo. Mordo being, look, I helped you with this because I understood that it was necessary, a necessary thing, but in doing so, we. we broke the laws, the natural law, and, you know, these things always come back, you know? The, uh, what's the, what's the, the bill word? comes The bill due. comes due. So I'll, yeah. I'll bring them back. So. And then he storms off dramatically. Yeah. To be the bill. But you don't really understand just how dark he goes until, li- until the post credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. He goes full dick. He is 100% a dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nobody's ever 100% False. a dick. Well, you haven't met Mordor. <laughs> so then, um, you know, they go back to the Sanctum and Stephen puts the Eye of Agamotto, you know, back for now. 
And Wong's like, yeah, you know, it's probably not a good idea to walk around wearing an infinity stone. I'm so glad that somebody finally just said it. Like, out loud. In words. Yep, just... He's like, what's that? Steven's like, what? And Wong's like, oh, you're an idiot. (laughs) It's only... He's like, you haven't read all the books, (laughs) have you? Na-na-na-na-na-na. And then Steven reads the book. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have that, you know, shot with him standing in front of the window, putting his watch back on, capey, fluttering away. He should be able to magic his watch back to normal. I don't think he wants I think to. He, he he leaves it that way as like a as as sort of a reminder of I what know. he's been through but he's and how still, far he's come. Like it's within his power. But that's not the I point. I know. It's still a thing that pops into my brain. And then dramatic music. Doctor Strange will return. I really, me too. Like I think I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it in our group chat. I had a lot. I was. I had a lot of moments where I kept hearing like the new Star Trek themes watching this movie. Uh, yeah, that was that was definitely and it in was there. like at times jarring because I kept expecting it to be like Con! <laughs> but you know, but yeah, I like I enjoyed the music. It was good. Yeah, and then very much like we had an Ant Man the. Post-credit scene. The mid-credit scene yeah. is, or the, well, the, mid-credit the, mid, the mid-credit scene is, is lifted almost exactly from Ragnarok. Yep. Being like, so you brought your brother, your brother here. Do you want some tea? I keep, <laughs> I keep a list of uh, dangerous magical people. <laughs> so if, so if what I tell you, you where your father is, you'll leave and take your brother with you. Good. <laughs> and they cut it off Let's right go. before I've been falling for 20 minutes! For 30 minutes! <laughs> oh, Loki. That's oh, great. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That'll be... Uh, I'm, I'm looking me forward too. to seeing that again. Yes, me too. It's interesting. Oh, it's interesting because yeah, that, that was... Ragnarok was this past November. So there are two movies in between Doctor Strange and this mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. It's unusual. Like, I know they added Spider-Man late in the game, but even then I would, you know, have still bought Guardians at least. But but there's no connection, so. Oh, well. So the, the end credit scene is what I really like because it's, you know, you go back to Pangborn. <sighs> Oof. And mm-hmm. then uh, Mordo yep. shows up. There's too many sorcerers. So I'm just going to kill them all. Ugh. Oh my boy! Yeah. yeah, that was terrible. I was just like, dude, he's that guy's not doing anything. That's the point. He's, he's so he's so blinded by his conviction that he doesn't understand yeah. that Pangborn yeah. is in fact not doing anything wrong. What I really like is he's kind of in the same position as Caecilius yeah. of he's become a zealot of his own, you know, beliefs. And then it just goes, uh, he goes extra. Yeah. Super extra. Super extra. But yeah. I'm- Takes away all of Pangborn's power and leaves him crippled and dying. Not necessarily well, does, dying, but does, crippled yeah, he, for sure. Yeah, he, he's... Uh, 
cripple for sure, but I'm pretty sure he le- he does. I could swear he left him in a Probably. state where he's gonna die. Yeah. I mean, if no one knows where he yeah, is, he's gonna die. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. So, we hope you enjoyed Doctor Strange talk tonight, guys. Mister Doctor. <laughs> Mister Doctor. Mister Doctor. Doctor. No, wrong, wrong show. Yeah. No, just Doctor. Yeah. It's strange. 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 Spent seven years at Strange <laughs> Medical School. Not to be called Mr. Thank you very much. Oh my you're god. Upsetting, you're upsetting you're upsetting the right. national right. law right now. No one one does not just walk into Mordor. Uh the very fires of Mount Dormormu. Alright. Before this gets any weirder. It's gonna get a lot we'll stranger. See you next week, listeners. Good night.